David. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. Are you so excited? I'm very happy to be back. <laughs> I'm also happy you're back, but really you're only back this week because you brought the wheels. I did. So we're not in our dining room table. We're not at our dining room table and we're not in the office and we're not, I don't know, wherever else. We've done the podcast before. But this week, meaning actually Gila had this idea. Oh, I think even before the tr- we got the truck, she was like, you must do an episode in a vehicle. Because, you know, like, carpool karaoke is popular. No, I don't. I don't know anything about the world. I know. I wish you did know that. Okay, anyway, there's, like, a thing where people sing songs in the car. So Gila's like, you should totally do a podcast episode in the car. And here we are. Did she mean this car? No, I think she just meant the car in general. But now we have this car. So, everybody, we are coming to you live from our new truck. What kind of truck is it? This is a Fiat Takato 180 horsepower long delivery vehicle. It's a delivery vehicle, but tonight the only thing it is delivering is us to my parents' house because they're like so cute and happy about these things. That's true. That's I, true. Yes. I would even say it's even funnier than that because like our kids were super excited when you brought a truck home. Like you got cool for a minute. Like bread, not really cool. Yeah, we. I mean, we beat Fortnite for about five minutes, I think. <laughs> I don't even think you got five minutes. But we did get, I mean, yes, you did get some recognition that there was something that you did to distinguish you as not, like, dad eye roll. Like, you're like, dad. Yeah. Wow. It's Wait, you have to, oh, and I'm going to, I first of all, I guess we should, full disclosure, I'm totally a backseat driver. So, but there's no back seat in this vehicle. There's no back seat, so I'm just going to sit here and shout. Like, it's nervous. It's very, I feel like it's very big. It's a large vehicle. I can stand up my full height in the back. Well, secretly, I mean, part of our plan is that we want to turn it into a food truck at some point. Or an RV. I know. <laughs> that was never the plan. Okay. <laughs> I feel like now you might have that plan. That's totally not a plan. Um, it feels crazy. I actually just posted it on Facebook as... I guess as you were giving the kids joy rides around um, the shuv, that like it's literally a year ago, meaning uh, three, three, how many days are there in a year? 365? 367 days ago, Facebook reminded me, two days ago, that a year ago we got the key to Efrat. From key to shining key. Uh, yes, from key to new shiny key. So that like in one year, I'm so happy that we now, oh, what's that? That's some kind of mobilize system also i would say that it's hilarious that i think that whatever kid you last put in this car machine gun kelly is somehow playing on our on our stereo right here it's nice dave this is yeah i feel um, like they'll take ownership over this you can play it a little bit if you want rather quickly now we actually have like a little bit of a history with cars do you remember our first car but Thurst- it's name thurston gray thurston gray our first car was like Dave. I'm so nervous. It really feels like a very big car. Yeah, I need to take my turns a little wider than I have been. Yeah, that might be true. Um, so a year ago, I guess, do you even remember that week? Maybe let's look at that week for a few minutes. Okay. Do you, yeah. do you remember any? I mean, look, I mean, look, I, I, what I would, my, my, my general sense is that um, we get to make this Shehechianu. I think you know? that Mike, the strongest feeling that I had, because Declaw and I were just texting right now. Declaw is our chef, who all I want is for her to be on a podcast, and I'm telling you that it will never happen. She's like, she absolutely refuses. But we were texting a little bit right now. We were talking about like, meaning a year ago, she I didn't even know who she was. She thought w- that we were these exceptionally bizarre people because you kept poking around Barakas Ima in that back factory, and she's like, "Who the heck are you? What are you doing here?" And you had no real good answer except for. 
I don't even know. But yeah, yeah, you know, interesting back there. Well, how come <laughs> they're not? How come they're not using it? Right, and now decline is like literally a fixture of our lives, meaning such a fixture of our lives. So we were talking about how in the span of a year, like so many people that weren't, like, I, I had no idea. I didn't know them. Meaning, if I'm reflecting on a year and a fraught, here are some things that I have learned how to do. I don't even know that you know all of them. One, um, I can text in Hebrew now. Really? Yeah, I, I'm, sh I'm sure I make a million mistakes, but I text in Hebrew. Also, I own my, like, I own my Hebrew now. Like, with my accent and my grammatical errors and the numbers and a chad and a chad and whatever I need to say, I could do that now. That because you know a you're a chad and a chad from homework with dough. I've done a lot of that specific genre of homework with my children. And even though I think I know it, I'm always, always wrong. That definitely needs to be a nefesh, benefesh, um A warning? Sta stage. No, Dave, hey, we've been here for 24 years. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. You got it. Meaning if anybody has a good hint about how to do it, you could just send it my way. I don't guarantee it. Also, when I give, like, you make change in the bakery all the time, you're talking numbers, still don't get it right. I think that they think, like, I'm a nice, like, the village idiot. <laughs> like, she seems nice. Idiot. Yes. But okay, fine. Um, okay, so, what? yes, I can text in Hebrew now, either badly or less badly. Also, I speak Hebrew so much now. Yes. You, I think you probably always did. You can did. relate to people in the vernacular. I think because you taught in schools in no, Israel. I, no, I taught for 10 years in Israeli classrooms. So my first class that I taught was quite the challenge. But, um, you know, yeah. I always think that you can pass better than I can pass. Like, you can, I don't know if you do the race better, or you do something better, but I can't. People think I'm French. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Your mom would be so happy. I feel like it's very, like, Chavette. Like, it's Nechshav to be French. Maybe. Um, okay, fine. So I, my Hebrew is a big deal. And also, like, the people that I'm speaking to now because of the car or because of the business, like, I feel like my world is a thousand times bigger. A lot, yes. <clears throat> yeah. I like how you agree with me often but have nothing to say. <laughs> is it hard to concentrate? Maybe. <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding about David will not be in this week's podcast. He'll be driving. No, it's like it's like when we ran camp when we were in our twenties and there was so much going on and so much staff and the big program and the this and the that and like and it was like and then we didn't run camp. Yeah. And now it's camp all over again. There's like it's like but it doesn't camp twelve months out of the year. Right. I guess what I would say about going to we went to IO. We went to Stone for one year and the kids were super, super little and then we went to IO. I guess the difference was like I didn't have to sign anybody's paycheck. Like, camp right. was fabulous because we were running our programming, but it was so much, like, so much fun without the stress. So I guess maybe, like, we have a new appreciation for Alan Silverman. Uh, yeah, for sure. We even, I even sat down with Alan a few months ago and be like, so running a big organization, how does that work? It's true. How do you run a staff? <laughs> yeah. Look, I think, Leo, for all those years, I went to social work school, and for all those years, I'm like, ah, I don't know what it did for me. Like, now I feel like, oh, I get what it did for me. You know, um, yeah. it's true. Look, also it went from meaning there were four or five of us, and then there were ten of us. Meaning the pictures that Facebook has been showing me all week are like these adorable lunches. Do you remember right when we took ownership over over well, what was Barakas Iman? We were slowly starting to turn it into Papa Melach. So one of the things that we did, I think that this was actually with Gila. I think Gila came with me, and we sat with Dikla and Zohar. 
um, who doesn't work for us anymore, but does cook at Kadosh, which is like the the place to go in Yerushalayim. So if you're there, ask for Zohar. She's making amazing things. Um, but I think the four of us sat down and like went through Pinterest and went through websites and we found all of these different recipes we were interested in and I put post-its up all over the walls. Right. And then we had those like, uh, we had these like, uh, you know, tasting. Uh... Yeah, we would have these staff luncheons, which also means like, meaning if we're a year in, it also means it's a year since our own Weinstein started working for us because he thought he was helping us transition from Rosh Tzurim into Efrat, he's like, uh, I, I wonder, I think the answer is five, but I'm curious to know the amount of notebooks that he has filled up. Oh, since uh, yeah, started, we should get that number. Yeah, I think it's good. five full notebooks. Because we're very, um, we're high tech, but we're very low tech, meaning notebooks work. Yeah, you know what's so cute is that Jake Felder also just started working for us. Shout out to Jake. And so he was like, oh, I, I need to get a notebook because all of us walk around with notebooks. Very few of us, meaning I have my laptop that's I've already established that in past podcasts. I have my laptop stuck to me at all times, but I also have a notebook. And so everybody really walks around with a notebook. And Jake, who just started a few weeks, goes like, huh, I need a notebook. So Yael and I, Yael, my daughter, our daughter, um, who um, is uh, in Sherry Lumi, but had been home for a part of this week. Um, so we were shopping last night and we bought him a whole series of notebooks. We bought him like grown-up notebooks and glittery notebooks. And to his credit, he took a glitter notebook. Did you see him at today's mm, meeting? Yes. Pink glitter. Go Jake. Um, so, but back to our notebooks own. are great. Notebooks. Are, you are a big notebook guy. Also. Very big fan. I, I technology also, but uh, this the. Oh. God, <laughs> excuse God bless me. You. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, new car smell. Wait, I would also say that when you're this high up, look what you can look into. I'm looking right into Beit yeah, That's pretty be, amazing. Uh, the wall between there is Hannah. a political wall there also. You can see over it. <laughs> you can almost see over it. But there, back there, you can really see right in. Yeah, look at that. It's nice. Um, okay, so we, so Aaron, who started, he must have started a year ago also because he started right as we were moving over. But I remember Aaron loving these lunches because as Dikla and Zohar went through the staff lunches, they were not the staff. Well, they would make staff lunches, but they were going through all of these different recipes that we wanted to try out. Right. So I was kind of, kind of holding the fort down on roast surium while a lot of this luncheon stuff was happening. You didn't get to come for lunch. Not a lot. It's not a memory emblazoned oh. in my palate. For me, there's this memory of like my computer and like a diet coke sitting in the middle of what's the restaurant now. So all the tables were there with the chairs turned over on top of the tables and there I was with like one table open and my laptop Gila must have been jumping back and forth also I guess so um and I remember sitting there and like we were going through what we needed to order how to make a restaurant I remember I actually just found the book that we enjoyed so Ah, much Danny Mayer I saw it on the table right what is it called setting the table something like that I'll put it in the show notes a great book about the service industry that we actually took a lot from but it was this frenetic time a year ago of like not really knowing what we were doing and sort of trying to like cull as much knowledge as possible um I think we're still there yeah I think we know we know stuff now (laughs) but I think there I think the the world I mean these worlds keep opening up you know yeah. For us. And uh, it's, you know, to have a great team and a great partner to do this with. You know? Oh, that's very sweet of you. Well, podcast, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but I'm serious. Like, to, you know, it, 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 I, I, for between us, I, I think it really, um, it really highlights um, our strengths. Like, just tonight, you know, like, 
you know, our old family argument of, well, you know, what's more important for Friday night, you know, dessert or dinner, you know? Sure. And so now we're like, are we wrapping the truck or are we filling the truck? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it just... <laughs> it's true. The minute that the truck pulled up, I sent pictures to um, Dove Abramson's design studio. Well, actually to Elad because Elad is going to design the outside of the truck. And he sent back the most incredible design that they've been working on. It's like intense and loud and exciting. And Dave's like, what are you talking about? Like, for you it is. It's always about the bread, which it needs to be because there's obviously no business without bread. But for me, it's like, what's the truck going to look like on the outside? How are we going to, you know, use that as literally a vehicle and figuratively a vehicle to sort of market market and brand us a little bit more? Right. I Meaning you can imagine having this pop out truck driving around your shalom. Like, wait, what's that? There's another bakery? You know, like, that's, that's an important thing, but also needs to be full. Yes. Bread must sell. Yes. That's true. I think that might need to be some tagline somewhere. How many loaves do you think we can get in the back of this truck? Haha, <laughs> okay. So a box takes about 20, or about, uh, you can fit about 20 in a box, and I think this can easily hold about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 15 times, <clears throat> about close to 80 boxes. So you think we could put a thousand loaves of bread in this car? Yes. Wow. Yes. Look, another thought that we've had. Uh, well, I guess we get to be, look, we're both very easily distracted by new and cute and fun ideas, sometimes to the detriment of actually making bread. Certainly our accounting firm will yell at us and tell us that nonstop, meaning it's on repeat. You know, we're like, we're so proud. We opened a restaurant. They're like, sell the bread. Like, oh, but now we're doing catering. They're like, sell the bread. Like now we have events, sell the bread. So they, I mean, because we're both eldest and we need to be loved, I think we'll try and sell bread, but, uh, but um, we do get distracted. But one of our more pleasant distractions, and Dave, you can explain it a bit more, is our, like, rock marak in this car, in this truck. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> um, food truck kind of thing. We're like, a bakery vehicle really only works between 1 a.m. and 7 a.m. Right. Everybody wants bread early. There are more hours in the day. True. So I've already figured out a lot of things we can do with this thing, <laughs> which I'm not going to discuss right now because I need to stay focused. But if you weren't going to be focused, allow yourself that one. So then, you know, we have the guy who's giving can give us a quote to cut the window open on the side for like bread. There, for, you know, is there bread. a window in the back there? There is. There can be. Oh, so I'm saying he no, but he cut it out of the truck itself. He cut out a window, and then you can put on some electricity. The same guys that do that do all their ambulances in the in your in, in your slime. Um, and put in some electricity so you could have soup and bread. You know, simple menu kind of thing. Not a food truck of, like, making jalapenos or whatever. Or, like, I'm a bread guy, okay? Enchil- enchiladas, food truck, you know. But, like, just, like, as, you know, as a friend of ours from Cleveland, I think Eliav. Eliav Charvit. Eliav Charvit is, you know, he called it um, Rock Marak truck. Truck. Yes, so the goal would be to go around. Also, the Gush is full of these great places, meaning there's the Azor Tasia of Gush Etzion that has amazing industry there. And there's the Givat Seuba, which has four schools at my last count. They're housing four schools or maybe even five schools up there and the municipality up there. So if really from like 10.30 in the morning, 10.30, yeah, 10.30 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon, we're going around to Dagan, Tamar, all these places with sandwiches and soup and breads. That could be kind of cool. 
That could be cool. And then um, also... But we will not get distracted yet. We're not going to get distracted. We're also not going to get distracted with um, <laughs> doing, the, uh, you know, food truck to Chayalim. Oh, um, I do believe we might get distracted with that. Right. So, so again, you know, you're going out to Chayalim and getting them great soup and great breads, you know, for Chayalim kind of thing. Um, click here for sponsorship. Click here for sponsorship, meaning that is something that I've thought about. I, I've thought about a bit because we do have, like one or two I wonder if I've mentioned this before we have one or two um, customers who one in specific that I'm thinking of who like anytime he comes in and he comes in often he'll always say does anybody need anything does anybody need and he'll just put down an extra 50 shekel put down an extra 30 shekel say you just pass it on to somebody who needs it you know you know give them bread send them you know in a, in a very very humble way and so there is this idea look Anything that's left at the end of the day goes to Tzedaka, and we work with Tzedaka in the in the um, in the Gush, and we work with another one in Efrak, two separate communities. Um, so I feel good about that, but it does feel like there are so many Chayalim stationed in the area, and we bring to Pinachama, I guess, also right. cakes and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that would be a nice thing. I think that, have, that would be you know a hot soup, a cold drink, kind of thing, like a just you know refreshing kind of uh, thing. So uh, basically, we're mitzvah tank. <laughs> There is we a are, look. I, I, mean, I could do it. We could put what's the mouse's name? Mendel the mouse from Sivos yes. Hashem, or that Sivos Hashem, or is Mendel the mouse actually from Olamenu magazine? I think Mendel's from Olamenu. Is Olamenu Lubavitch? I mean, how old are we? I'm so excited that we're having this conversation, but I, I'm really actually like, if we weren't driving in a truck right now, I would be googling. Is the mouse part of Olamenu? Is Olamenu connected to Chabad? And if it is, my whole world has just sort of connected in a very crazy way. Uh, but the whole mitzvah, I mean, on a philosophical note, which we can delete if we don't want to talk about this, you know, B'nai Akiva and Chabad actually have a lot in common in terms of hands-on understanding and going out and doing things and, like, you know... Yes, uh, take it to the streets. Wait, Dave, speaking of streets, you actually want to go straight because you could take the bacon. Okay. Let's. Uh, I also want to acknowledge myself that I didn't backseat drive much at all right now. Just there, one traffic direction. Again, there is no backseat here. <laughs> and also, you were only going straight. There was very little for me to say. Um, yes, I will say that Chabad and B'nai Kiva do have that idea of like taking it out. You know, being really part of the world. But I would say that Lubav, meaning B'nai Kiva is wonderful. Lubavitch does it in a very, very full of chesed and it doesn't end in your youth it continues on forever right. in fact I would say I just had the what's it shlichus if you're on shlichus you're a shlicha how does it work I had the uh, Lubavitch family from Guatemala in the bakery a few weeks ago uh, yeah. yeah because they had heard obviously about our carrot dip obviously from Danielle Renov but from Guatemala I think that might be the furthest we've gotten I'm not sure but it does okay. seem nice um, yeah so now that I think about it the truck can be used for any number of things 1am deliveries that's 10 a.m. Rock Marak, 6 p.m. Soup to Chaylin. I'm already feeling very busy. Yeah, we need another trucker. <laughs> we need another truck. Or this is probably a good time to say we need a driver. We don't really have a driver. Mm, yes. Yoni Katz is very. Yoni is our son. He's very happy to drop out of high school and um, drive this truck. That's not an option. No. No. Can he even drive it? What's the deal? He needs a better. Uh, no, he needs a, to upgrade his license and age maybe. I'm thrilled that the age thing is there. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know the rules. Okay. Let's just say, put it out there that he may not drive this truck. So we are looking for a driver because it's stick shift, and I sure as heck am not going to be driving this truck. 
We'll see By the way, that. neither does Aaron doesn't have the right license. Jake doesn't have the right license. It's Gila. It's all Gila. Gila's not driving this truck. Gila, you're in, man. You are. <laughs> it came with a couple of cool. You have to get off here. Here, here? Yes. Yeah, so are you just staying longer? I just don't know how to shift lanes when I can't see out the back. I think that you're like just waiting to show the world that I'm a backseat driver. So you're like, let me just stay in this lane for a little while longer. Yeah. Oh, see? That wasn't me. That wasn't at you. Um, for those of you who are wondering where we are right now, we're about passing um, the basketball arena where we used to go to Hapoel games, which thankfully we haven't gone to in a while. Correct. I hate it. David really doesn't like organized sports. I really do like sports, but also since this whole bakery thing, I really just like being in my bed. So let me say again, so it is like this nice chesed and like kibbutz ava aim that we're going to show the truck to my parents. But really it's just because we want to take it for a drive. And maybe we'll get something to eat along the way. Maybe we will get something to eat. I'm sad that this isn't live so that people can't be like, this is what you should eat. You know you're in the wrong lane. It is on purpose, right? No, no. I. This is a very large vehicle. It is. Last time I drove something this big was like driving luggage in camp. Oh, so you know what? That's another thing. Like, you're right. This whole idea of it like sort of reflecting on camp, it does have that feel. Also now, you know, recently we had to change our policies about eating at the bakery. Because when they're like the Jadaroja. Because when you used to have like four or five or six workers, so like you go in, you make yourself a sandwich, they cook you a pasta, whatever it is. But now that you have like up to 25 workers in a shift, and that, and thank God, meaning the the restaurant is full, so they... <laughs> I'm only laughing because he's in the wrong lane. <laughs> I hope that you can hear the little clicker. <laughs> the turn signal, I hope it catches... Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so now, like, we couldn't, meaning the kitchen couldn't sustain feeding everybody. So we had a chadarochal, but now we really made it into a chadarochal. Yeah, it's great. It actually is. I think that, like, we were so nervous that people would be mm. insulted and people would be like, wait, I'm used to doing this. But it feels like they're cute. First of all, the kitchen staff takes it seriously. They make them really cute food. No, but now everybody's kind of f filling in, you know, falling into this zone now of, like, okay, so... You know, lunchtime is around, it's 12, you know, you know. Ish. And uh, then they're like, okay, wait, let's bring them nicer stuff. And then we're like, oh, stuff left at the end of the day. If it's like good pastry, it's like, yeah, that could be breakfast tomorrow morning in the back office. That's great, you know. You know, yeah. we're not going to sell day-old stuff. But um, <laughs> but we'll feed our staff day-old oh, stuff. What do you think we feed our kids? <laughs> Two-day-old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know that we actually hit a big milestone because this morning when I was making Dove um, lunch for school, I was like, do you want it on Abba bread or regular bread that's what i call it sorry and he was like i'd like it on abba bread all right that's a big deal uh for the first meaning even though it's a year to efrat it's actually three and a half years overall four yes. and a half years yeah three, three and a half years three and a half three and a half years overall since the bakery started and so for those three years i have to buy bread because my kids don't really eat bread sourdough bread is quite fancy so i would have to you know buy the kids on you know, the sly on the sly when no one was looking i would buy them bread and so i'd have to like hide it in the bottom of my rami it's like levy. when we started doing challahs Oh, yes. We started doing challahs in the first few weeks. Like, we were making 30, 30 challahs, 40 challahs, 50 challahs. And so we sold out really quickly. So one day, I had to go to the Makolet, which is right next door to the bakery, and roast stream and buy challah. And everybody in line is, like, laughing at me. And whatever. Magieli. It's okay. They can laugh at me. That should be my worst, uh, the worst thing. Yeah. But now Dove was ready to eat some Abba bread. So that right. was pretty exciting. 
that's nice to know. It is. It's a warm and fuzzy feeling. Um, yeah, so now we sort of have that camp, because now we have a Chater Ochel. Also, I feel like, you know, where Ahmed Davins, I feel like it's his Beit Knesset. Right. And I well, feel like... Well, you wanted to put up posters. I'm, I am going to put up posters, because he has his Beit Knesset and our own, because he works in camp as the sports, he runs the sports program, so I want to have a sports shack in the Machsan, because that feels like that's good for him. So, like, slowly, slowly, I think camp, the camp culture is permeating here. You can't uh, take the people out of camp. You can't take the people. And now we have a camp vehicle. <laughs> now, we have a, now we have a camp vehicle. You yes. know what? Secretly, I'm going to ask a lot. To... <laughs> wow, that's quite loud. Well, I'm glad that our kids can find us even here to ask for uh, play dates for tomorrow. Happy to organize it. Um, but maybe I'll ask a lot to put, like, a little semel somewhere in, on the truck in the middle of everything else. Just a little cute one, a shout out to the past. Okay, we're pretty close to my parents now, so I think this is it. Dave, thanks for inviting me along on this joyride. Hey, I'm in the right lane. You're in the right lane right now, on your own, meaning through no help of mine, no yeah, intervention necessary. Uh, so, good for us, meaning this is a this is a happy moment. It's a Shachiano happy moment. You I know? like those Shachiano happy moments. Yeah, All right, it's, I guess. A lot, it's a lot of work getting to them, you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to go home and write the list of all the people that I need to thank and then read it at the end with, like, music playing in the background. Good. Because there are just so many people to thank. Mm. Yeah. All right, Dave, thank you very much. All right, let's have a... Let's go for dinner. Date night. Bye.